Show 665, one show away from the big three. Oh, did we, we do something spooky? Well, I was thinking we play five seconds of uh, The Number of the Beast by Metallica. Five, six, 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 the number of the beast. But as a child, so I got into Metallica when I was maybe 10. Yeah. And I thought, so the song goes, six, 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 the number of the beast. But my head heard sex, safe sex, the number of the beast. And I was like, metalheads. Promoting safe sex. Incredible. You, you didn't get any sex ed at school, so it's no. good that Metallica could help out. Metallica taught me more than Miss Sabi, <laughs> uh, and I can put that on record. I don't think she would be opposed to me saying that. But, mm. hey, thank you for using your GBs on T&J. Yeah, we appreciate that. We appreciate you, darling. A-T's. A- appreciate that. Mm. We could have just stopped it after the first one. Yeah, look, we probably Did should have. Did you just want hey. to get involved? Yeah. You just wanted to get involved. You know I like to get involved. How are you feeling this morning, mate? I'm really sad. Why? I don't know. You know when you just start feeling a bit sad? Is it a time? No, it's not a time. How dare you ask that question? Well, uh, we've got it on our calendar just so that we're aware. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm still two weeks away from <laughs> yeah, that. Don't okay. worry. All right. Um, what else could it be? Uh, it's not a time. Uh, <laughs> do you have a snack? You miss snack no, today? No, you know what? I'm pretty hungry. Yeah. I could probably go some lunch. Well, mate, you, you, you did pretty well. Like, I was feeling good today, and I still made more mistakes than I normally <laughs> do. Like, I don't, know, I don't know why. I pressed the wrong button two separate times today. Like, that never happens. <laughs> and true. normally I'd be like, oh, sorry, mate, I'm feeling pretty crap. Like, that's on me. But now I'm just like, I'm in a great mood. I'm feeling <laughs> the healthiest I've been for what a very is, long time. Maybe you're just bad at your job. It could be. could be. But I do. I've edited them out of uh, the the catch up and the podcast sure. before so you could get know. to them because I knew <sighs> that you would be like, "Hey, ha ha, look what I've got," <laughs> and have this and hold it against me for the rest of my life. So I've immediately released it from the computer. You can't get it anymore. I'm can't. I'm going to put a compilation together of all your mess ups this year. I mean, for my what I started doing radio in 2014, so five years, that would be maybe 20 seconds all up. Mm. And the, the first mistake I ever made was a bad one. A really bad I said, one. I wanted to say fantastic country music and I stumbled and I guess you can figure out <laughs> where I stumbled. We, we might have to wrap it up here before we get an E on this podcast. An explicit? Yeah. Ooh, I've always wanted to just say an F or a something and just not get in trouble. Like I can do it outside of this job. Yes, I understand there's no consequences sure. most times or not with the oh, swears. God. Oh, mate, the TV's about to auto turn off. It's okay, I said. Wow, we got close. 10 seconds before auto power down. But look, we are excited because tomorrow is a big, big show. Is it? Well, it's show 666. Okay. We've just talked about it. I might open the show with a bit of Metallica. Not all of it because... Can we not? Fine. You convince me. You've worn me down. If you're listening to this late again, skip ahead. See if it actually happened. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning, how you doing? Waking up, Central Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right Good morning. It's Tim and Jess here on Head Seat. Good morning to you as well. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Uh, It's Tim and Jess here. Just uh, sorry, normal normal morning. Happy Wednesday. Sorry. You get struck by lightning last night. Almost. <laughs> now I know this affected Gladstone a little bit more than Rocky in the Central Highlands. It did. It did whip past Rocky. Said a bit. It was almost like the version of your auntie kissing you on the cheek. Just sure. A, but Gladstone got pashed last night oh. by someone that you did not want to kiss. 
A wild yes. weather, 69 mils of rain in half an hour. Wild winds, lightning, thunder, you name it, it was here. Mate, I was driving in it and it was not a good time. That's what happens when you go and get chicken for dinner. Mate. It's, it's not worth it. I love me a bit of golden chicken. Mate, Sue me. Speaking of chicken. Yeah. The bucket at KFC in Gladstone <gasps> blew off. I mean, can we just have a, a moment's silence? That's too much. The computer will go into panic mode if we do any longer than that. But Veil, KFC, Veil. Everyone was safe. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there was a bit of damage around Gladstone. Uh, the skate park next to the PCYC, one of the poles carrying uh, mm. the canvas tarp Jeez. came down. Give us a call uh, on 13, 12, 16 if you've uh, got any stories from the yeah. storm last night. Stormies. Storm. Stormies. <laughs> 13, 12, 16. But uh, look, lots to get through this morning. We will chat about the wild weather that did hit the central Queensland region last night. We a little are going to be on. opening the courtroom of Tim and Jess as oh, well. Yeah. Talking about catch and release or kill. Well, normally the the courtroom of Tim and Jess is in a situation of life or death. It's mm. normal, trivial, trivial things, but this week it's literally life or death. Yes, Algernon, the uh, <laughs> mouse it's that not is... not Algernon. We're not using that name. That's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The mouse that has taken over the hit CQ studios. Yep. Uh, your fate is literally in our literally. listeners' hands we this will, morning. We will get to the courtroom of Tim and Jess a little bit later in the show, but uh, look, we love groundbreaking news here at the radio station. Oh, yeah. We like to bring you the hottest, freshest <laughs> discoveries. <laughs> and uh, look, I know that uh, what I want to talk about may be in Victoria, in Mexico, okay, but we found a bloody new dinosaur. Ooh. Get up with Tim and Jess. And huge news coming out of Victoria because we love science. Oh, yeah. We love space. Oh, yeah. And we love dinosaurs. <laughs> every time I say dinosaurs, I try and say it like the dinosaur. guy in Jurassic Park in that in the uh, the video about how they made the dinosaurs. Hey, look, I got so much um, crap thrown at me after we did Jurassic Park for the table read. Right. And I hadn't seen the movie. Have you seen it now? I watched it yesterday. The first one? Mm-hmm. With Sam Neill? Yep. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, Is that all right? It's just one of the most successful movies of all time. But that's look, that's besides the point. The CGI's, like... Pretty good for its time, right? Pretty good. 1993, that movie came it out. It holds up. You were two. Uh, but in a place called uh, Gippsland in Victoria, a discovery has been made of a brand new dinosaur. <sighs> It is called the Gallinosaurus. Sure. Now, the Gallinosaurus roamed Australia down when, like, Pangaea or whatever it was called was one big unit. It roamed between southern Australia and Antarctica 125 million years ago. Jeez. Now, this is the first new dinosaur discovered in Australia in 20 years. It's a new species of dinosaur. How do they know it's a new one and not just like a variation of the the, old one? Well, they found a fossil in Gippsland, right? And they were like, we don't have this anywhere in the world. Wow. So uh, what they have pieced together is that it was about the size of your average Australian wallaby. Oh. Uh, The Gallinosaurus. And uh, the fossil is helping change the diversity of dinosaurs that were roaming our planet millions and millions of years ago. What's the diverse about it. Well, there's more now. Okay. It's more diverse. More dinosaurs, more diversity. Sure. Did That's they look like wallabies or were they just the size no, of wallabies? No, I've sent you an image if you sure. would like to open the image. They kind of look like... So they're about up to your knee. 
Yeah. Maybe a bit, maybe up to your quad between your hip and your knee. Oh, uh, yeah, that's pretty cute. Yeah, and they run around. They were herbivores, so don't you worry. They're not going to come around nipping your ankles. They might have a go at your, uh, it your, looks your like, kale bush, but besides that. It just looks like every other dinosaur I've seen, though. It's not like anything that exciting. It's pretty cute. It's a pretty cute yeah. dinosaur. If you like, if you had to have a pet dinosaur, this would probably be at the top of the list now because it's compact. You can put it in a cat cage. It's not going to eat your face like most of the other dinosaurs. <laughs> Take it to school. It's show the, the kids. pet of the dinosaur world. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we will post an image mm-hmm. of the Gallinosaurus up uh, on our Facebook and our Instagram. Just search for Hit CQ. But what a wonderful world! They keep saying, "When are they going to make a new Jurassic Park?" Movie, like, when's the next one coming? Like, we're living it. This is the second piece of dinosaur news we've had in Australia this year. Yeah, out in maybe Lincoln. they should open Jurassic Park up somewhere here. Oh, Clive Palmer tried. Did he? It didn't work. Oh, because it was run by Clive Palmer. That's fair. Anyway, check it out online. Tim and Jess here. <laughs> it's CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Yesterday, I was looking up the Bushfire Benefit concert that's happening in Baffle Creek. Yeah, if you're not aware that this beautiful concert's going to be put on, um, and it is to raise funds for those affected by the bushfires late last year, mm-hmm. the tour through Baffle Creek. It was supposed in that to be region. a couple of weeks ago, and then we got really <laughs> terrible weather. Got rained out. Uh, so they've moved it to April 13th. Absolutely. Adam Harvey is going to be headlining the event. It's going to be a hoot and a half. And I decided to look up the venue because I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder how far it is. And they are doing shuttle buses from yeah, Gladstone. F- shuttle buses. Uh, we're going to chat to Matt Burnett, the mayor of Gladstone, sometime this week. And he's going to give us all the information so that you can get down there safely. Google gave me a map. Right. But not a Google map. Okay. I was like, well, this is interesting. This is new. This is different. How am I supposed to plan my trip? How am I supposed to see how far it is? Sure. And then I realised the map they'd given me unlocked so many more answers that I could ever have imagined. What do you mean? Toiletmap.gov.au. Don't joke around with this, mate. It's an Australian government website run by the Department of Health. Sorry, I feel like we need to set the scene. Set the scene, buddy. This is a hero. It is a map that highlights every single public toilet... That is available across our fine country. Sometimes the people say the government isn't handling our country well. <laughs> Prove us wrong. Not all heroes wear capes, Tim. <laughs> they do wear four-ply. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the most incredible website. I thought when we discovered almost over a year ago the website that uh, shows you high-swooping traffic areas for mm-hmm. magpies... I was like, Australia, you can't get any better than We've this. done. We've clocked it. We've clocked it. We've absolutely won the internet. Toiletmap.gov.au. If you ever need a public toilet, not only does it tell you whether it's open 24 hours, right. but it tells you the open times if it's not open 24 hours. It tells you if there's male, female, disabled toilets. How often have you been driving down the highway on a road trip, dribbling down your leg and you're thinking, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. The government has finally produced a usable website for this country that we can all use equally, fairly. It's going to be beautiful. You can even prioritise different locations that have a shower or an extra large toilet or locked facilities or drinking water or sanitary disposal. You can target what kind of toilet do you need. I mean, I think we all know what's going to happen next. Terrorists are going to take advantage of this system. What do you mean? Oh, it's just too good of a thing <laughs> to last. They'll, they'll take advantage of us and they're, they're going to know our poo plans. Uh, uh, do you get to, is it like an app where you get, like, it's kind of where you go oh to the God. toilet and then, like, you can fill in the poo? Do they that have That means an you've app? been there. 
I don't know, but how, like it's like an achievement. How many toilets hey, have you been to? Department of Health, if you are listening, which I know you are regular listeners. Yes, of course. Please make that app happen. You're beautiful. Toiletmap.gov.au. Check it out. There is a God. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Hits.com.au, the biggest trending stories around Australia and central Queensland. Game of Thrones is just a month away. One month, two days, until we see the last season of Game of Thrones, the show that has taken over the world. I think we're all asking and hoping to find out the same question. Does Jon Snow eventually know something? Because we know that he knows nothing, but will he finally learn one thing? I hope that one thing is him finally learning that... uh, He's going to die. He's absolutely going to die for real this uh, time. I was more, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers away. We'll discuss this after the show. Whatever. (laughs) A lot of people upset, though, because yesterday it got announced how long all of these episodes are going to be. Well, I remember us all hearing that they're going to be like an hour and an hour and a half long each. No, we got told they were going to be the length of a feature film each. Oh, no. Right? What's happening? Turns out we've all been duped, Tim. George. Episode 1, 54 minutes. Episode 2, 58 minutes. Episode 3, 60 minutes. We finally cracked an hour three eps in. I bet you the last five episodes are all four hours each, though. Wow. It's funny you should say that. There's only six episodes this season. What? Why? Not enough time. The last three are 78, then 80, and then another 80 minutes, and then it is all done forever. And a lot of people tweeting, hey, don't delete the scenes. Put all the deleted scenes in. We want to see them. Put them on a DVD. What happened to an hour and a half each episode? We're being cheated. All right. HBO? They don't don't owe us anything, but (laughs) I think it is a bit shifty magoo. It is a bit shifty magifty, isn't it? Well, no, I said Magoo. Shifty McGifty is a different level. I don't think they've been that untruthful to us. Yeah, look, I'll take what I can get at this point. It's Fair been enough. Way Mate, too if long. they went for five minutes, I would sit there and wait for every single episode to come out, and <laughs> so would most of us. So let's just be happy that we've got it, all right? That's fair. And look, you only have to be 40 minutes long to be, um, be eligible for an Academy Award, so. Mate. All my TV shows are 41 minutes that I've made. Yes, they're on SBS 5, but that's okay. They're still shows. You can check shows. out the full story for yourself at hit.com.au. It's all thanks to Heron Island. You can discover Heron Island and stay longer with their new boat schedule commencing the 3rd of April. Hey, coming up after Amy Shark, going to be joined on the phone by a very special guest. Her, guest, her name is Susie Nering, and this weekend is the world's greatest shaved. Her and her team are getting involved in the best way possible. She is an inspiration, and I cannot wait to chat to her. Do not go anywhere chatting with Susie. Susie Nering in a few minutes' time. It's Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Happy Wednesday. Get up with Tim and Jess. And this weekend, the world's greatest shave is taking place. And joining us on the phone now from Rockhampton is Susie Nering. Sunday, March 17th is a big day for you, Susie. Uh, the world's greatest shave event with your team at Team Phoenix. Tell us all about it. We have the Toy World car park is going to shut down on Sunday morning from oh. 10 o'clock to 1. So it's going to be a big morning. Um, Toy World have been awesome in doing that for us. We're going to have jumping castles. We're going to have face painting. We're going to have temporary tattoos. We're going to have a, a store where you can cut, colour or shave your head. Wow. So anyone registered with World's Greatest Shave, please come along and um, get your head shaved or cut 
or some colour on your hair. Well, that big event um, is all happening at the Red Hill Homemaker Centre this Sunday, but you guys have done a lot of fundraising in the lead-up with Team Phoenix. Can you tell us uh, what made you and your two mates want to get uh, into this in the first place? Well, the reason... I actually came up with the reason uh, with the first idea of doing it, and that was because I realised that um, leukaemia just happens sometimes and it happens at the worst time possible and it affects a lot of people. So I just wanted to support the people out there and I just wanted that if my boys ever got affected by leukaemia or our family did, that someone would do that for them as well. So I wanted to set an example to my boys that this is what you do to help people and that's the kind of boys that I want them to grow up. Well, I think it's perfect what you're saying there because you can never plan for anything like this. And uh, I believe your team is aiming to raise $6,000 for the Leukemia Foundation. That is incredible. How close are we, Susie? Well, there's a little bit of an update to that because we had a junior member join us last night. Her name is Ella. So the agreement was every time someone joins our team, we up it by $1,000. Oh, here we go. So, $7,000 is now our target. $7,000. Well, if you want to help out, make sure you go and check it out. The 17th of March, which is this Sunday, at the Toy World Car Park in Rockhampton, there's going to be a jumping castle, sausage sizzle, all these things you were saying before, and, of course, all the money going to the Leukemia Foundation for this year's World's Greatest Shave. Thank you so much for you and your team, Susie Nering. Thank you. If you want more information about the event or where you can donate, head to hit.com.au. You'll find all the info there. Get up with Tim and Jess. And this just keeps happening. And it can't be coincidental at this point because someone else here in central Queensland has won the lottery again. I believe this is the fourth or fifth time in three months. What is going on? And how do I get in on it? Well, you've got to buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, that's a lot of effort. And obviously... This is uh, tricky to talk about because it's gambling. So we can't be like, hey, <laughs> yep. go and get a lotto ticket. But um, it just seems to happen a fair bit here in central Queensland. I believe this is the fourth in Gladstone and one has been in Rockhampton in the last three months. But uh, the man who is choosing to remain nameless, of course, for sure. safety reasons, has won $1 million. Uh, he won big using the same lotto numbers he's been using for 15 years. Yeah, see, so how do you pick your numbers? Oh, everyone's got their own. Whether it's the picking numbers for a trivia night or a, like a wheelie wheel or whatever they are, like it's just birthdays, dates that are important to you. How much did he win? $1 million, I just said. Just flat out one million. Just one million flat. I'm sorry if that's not enough for someone like you, but that's a lot no, of money to people I'd, like us. I'd take a million. Um, uh, and the way I'd take a thousand at this point. This is how he found out that he won one million dollars. He was on Smoko. He got a phone call. Yes. And it changed his life. He's close to retiring. He's been described as a hardworking Queenslander. Yes. He bought his ticket from the Gladstone Central News and Gifts store mm-hmm. and uh, he's $1 million richer. He now plans to retire uh, with his winnings uh, as he was going to retire anyway in the next two years, but it's kind of fast-tracked and has really put his super to shame. Do you know what? I hope you I hope you buy a boat. Buy your boat with your super, live off your million-dollar win. That's a good <laughs> life. I mean, what's he going to do with the other $900,990 once he's bought his boat? I, don't, I, I didn't know how- That's the next step. And then, you know, groceries. How much is a boat? 
Oh, they all exactly cost $32,000. Every boat, whether it's a tinny or a 20-foot yacht, $32,000. Trust me. Get up with Tim and Jess. Wherever you were around central Queensland, it came through on different levels, but there was a bit of thunder, a bit of lightning, a bit of rain, a bit of wind. Very appropriate song. Oh, it's almost like I put it there. (laughs) Uh, But, yes, there was a bit of uh, wild weather in central Queensland. Gladstone got hit the worst, followed by Rockhampton. Central Highlands, they pretty much got just like a quick peck on the cheek. Do you know what the worst part of it was? We've been having these weather warnings for just weeks, and they keep going through severe thunderstorm, severe thunderstorm, severe thunderstorm. And then you get nothing. And nothing, nothing comes. And so yesterday I saw severe thunderstorm and I went, ah. That's fine. I'm going to go get me a cooked chook. I'm going out to some golden <laughs> chicken and I'm going to get myself some chook. All right. And You're not get... an ambassador. Stop trying to get free chicken out of them. <laughs> and then the rains were here. Well, in half an hour, 69 mils of rain fell, which, again, I don't know if this is Mother Nature testing me, but I've been watering my lawn <laughs> and I just feel like I'm wasting water at this point. You want to you hear a waste? I washed my car yesterday. You fool. I spent $12 on a You got the wash. cheapest wash? Yeah. Mate, you I are mean, pathetic. I'm glad I got the cheapest wash <laughs> now, aren't I? But it was pretty wild. Like at the PCYC in Gladstone, the skate park next to that, mm-hmm. uh, the, the canvas tarp, one of the poles fell down. Yep. We are hearing some awful news about the KFC bucket. Yeah, look, I'm really devastated. It's uh, one of the only KFCs that I know of that has the big bucket at, at the top. She didn't make it. Everyone was safe. I don't believe it caused any damage, but unfortunately the KFC bucket did not make it. So if you want to send uh, through your thoughts, your prayers, your messages, uh, 13, 12, 16 is always available. But uh, also was a bit intense. Also, be careful driving around. There's some trees down, some There's telephone some lines. Power lines, yes. So well, the power lines, if there is power lines down, be, obviously be cautious, but energy companies should be notified, and I doubt there would be an unattended power line down as we speak, but just a bit of cautious is a, is always fun to take. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I love me some wild weather. Keep your pics coming through on uh, Facebook at Hit CQ. I'm loving seeing all these amazing views from the, uh, the storm. Oh, man, that lightning was beautiful. I've got a slow-mo video on my phone. <laughs> Crack a whip, that's hot. <laughs> Why haven't I seen it yet? That's probably a fair point. <laughs> I'm a very private person. <laughs> It's Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Happy Wednesday. Get up with Tim and Jess. Let's go. Trending now. Hits.com.au. Live from LA with Dean McCarthy. Bohemian Rhapsody was one of the biggest films of last year, and now there's talks of a sequel. Dean, is there any truth to this? So there is. Apparently, the director has alluded to there being a sequel in the works. Bohemian Rhapsody because you know it was a tremendously successful film unbelievable nominations for every category of over award season so what I want to know uh, how do you make a sequel what do you who's the sequel about yeah well I I, I kind of feel it that it ended when well it could they, they did of it because obviously the career of Queen and Freddie Mercury they missed a lot of it because there was so much to put into it so they could be focusing on other yeah. bits or they could focus on like Life after Freddie Mercury with Brian May and the rest of the guy, even Adam Lambert joining in as the front man sure. for a bit. Yep. Like, there's a lot to still go through. I don't know if it's going to make sense. I don't think it's going to be as successful without Rami Malik. Oh, no. Like, unless he comes back Rami to them in ghost form. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was 
so good, hey. Like, he was so good in that role. Like, he deserved every award that he won. You're right, he made the film. So without him in the film, I don't want to spoil the film if you haven't uh, seen it, but you may know the storyline. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do this. I thought about maybe a prequel, but that doesn't make much sense either. There was nothing interesting before he became, you know, the front singer for Queen. So, I don't know, maybe about, I don't know. Don't know. It's tricky, but thank you for not spoiling history, Dean. We we're all uh, hoping that uh, that one didn't get spoiled, so thank you very much for keeping it in your pants. <laughs> Always good to chat. Maybe they'll do it like the uh, third Lion King movie, Tim, where they, they went back <laughs> to the no. original and they showed no. it from a different perspective. Let's, let's not do that. Look, trending hours <laughs> thanks to Heron Island. Check out their locals-only exclusive offer now. Let's not Lion King 3 this. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. You are about to enter the courtroom of Tim and Jess. The cases are real. The stories aren't always important. But the rulings are final. This is your courtroom. You be the judge. The courtroom of Tim and Jess is here. Look, we were going to do this after eight, but it's too pressing because things are getting out of hand. Yeah, things are getting very intense uh, on socials. If you want to check it out, join in the conversation. Facebook and Instagram at HitCQ. We want to talk about the little old mouse who has decided HitCQ is where he wants to take up residence. It only seems to be one mouse. Uh, We became aware of it on... Friday last week, I believe, when you were approached mm. by what you have now named Arnold yep. uh, the mouse. Arnold tried to attack me as I was trying to oh. get a snack out of the fridge. You startled Arnold. Oh, my God, that should be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold got startled. <laughs> Mate, this is a children's book. Put this idea down because we're going to make millions. But, yes, he was under the fridge, gave you a bit of a fright, but you gave him more of a fright than he gave you, I genuinely believe. I genuinely believe we need to get rid of him. <laughs> I I know that termination not, is oh, the only answer. It's not often that the courtroom of Tim and Jess is life or death. Yeah, and this is a perfect example that you want to bring forward because you not only want to get rid of this mouse from the uh, the radio station here, you want it dead and gone. If we catch him and release him, he's just going to make his way home again. If we catch him, I will take him out to the bush. No, nah, let you him won't. be with his people. He will still find his way back. He will not. Arnold is a nice mouse that just has found himself in a tricky situation, and I honestly believe that we should not be killing this mouse. Rebecca on Facebook said, "Where there's one mouse, there will always be more." Nah. <laughs> she suggests getting an office cat. So that is a kill. <laughs> and I am all for getting it's an a, office cat. Uh, just FYI, a, it's a bit of a hunt, isn't it? It's a bit worrying. Look. Uh, in the courtroom of Tim and Jess, uh, as much as we both passionately, it's passionately disagree on something, it's the only time we argue every week, uh, it doesn't really matter how mad we get no. or what our view on this particular issue is. 13, 12, 16. First caller through is the judge. They're in charge. And you hold little Arnold's life in your hands. What are those things that the judges wear on their heads? The wigs. Yeah, I think they have a better name than a wig. I don't think Judge Judy goes, you know what? Oh, man, I forgot my wig today. <laughs> I think Judge Judy doesn't wear a wig. It's because she's got real hair. Maybe it's for it was for balding <laughs> men in the early 1900s, but that doesn't matter. 13, 12, 16, we need you to call us. Do we catch or do we kill this mouse? I don't want to kill a mouse. Arnold, I love you, and I'm sorry for naming you, but you it's time it, to go. You named it, I didn't even think about it's that. It's time to go, Arnold. I think that you need... We. I, I personally will take Arnold out into the wilderness 
Does that are you sure, like? No. Do we need to do this in the courtroom? Can't we just dissolve this behind the scenes? Nah, you're one of those people that likes to catch a spider and let it go as well. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not hurting anybody. Nah. Kill it. Kill them all. 13, 12, 16. First person through is our judge to catch or to kill. Get up with Tim and Jess. Courtroom is back in session and we currently find ourselves in a tricky place, not only on the leaderboard of you be the judge with who Mm -hmm. gets sided with most throughout the year, you are leading for the first time in the history of this game. Four to three. Four to three. Hopefully can tie it up or, how's about this, taking a two-point lead. (sighs) Unheard of. (sighs) Today we're talking about Arnold. Now, Arnold is a mouse that has been rolling around the radio station here at Hit CQ. Causing a ruckus. For maybe three or four days now. Uh, the first day, no one believed me. You I was like, Arnold has absolutely attacked me. He didn't attack you. You startled him. He was under the fridge. That's his, that's his sleeping Get zone. Get out of the kitchen. And, um, yes, he's been walking across the promotions and sales department's desks, eating their food, <laughs> pooing on the desk, like whatever. Yeah, they're no, super hygienic. I love um, having Arnold around. You want to set death traps. Yes. Mate. Kill him. I'm not a catch and release kind of gal. I think we need, he does, Arnold doesn't deserve, like you named Arnold. Like why would you give it a name? Because, you know, we need to know who. We can't call the mouse. No. Uh, I think, I'll personally take him away if we can catch him safely. I'll take him far, far away. I'll go out past. I'll go to Miriam Vale. Okay. Why have I said Every, that? Everyone in Miraval is going, nah, you can keep yeah. it. <laughs> what are you doing? That's a one-hour round trip. <laughs> I feel foolish. Look, uh, it doesn't matter what I think at the end of the day or you or the jury on Facebook, and the jury's been very vocal about this. A lot of people saying just kill him. Uh, we've had Terry from Emu Park call through because the first person to call through is our judge. Now, Terry, without giving anything away, where are you leading with your decision on uh, Arnold the Mouse? I'm, like, absolutely petrified of mice. Like, I will climb up onto the roof to get away from them. (laughs) the roof. Terry, have you ever had a mouse in your house? Yes. What did you do with your mouse? Um, Well, we set traps out, and I don't look at them or touch them if they get caught. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But once you name an animal, you can't kill it. Jess, have you accidentally put your own foot in this? What do you mean? What's your final ruling, Terry? Well, no, don't kill it because you've named it. Terry! Terry wants to side with you, but she's using your own statement against you in the courtroom. You're killing me, Terry! I'm sorry, but once you name something, you can't kill it. Yeah, but he keeps eating everything in the office, Terry. He pooed on our sales manager's desk. It was great. (laughs) Well, we'll put your food away. Yeah, that's a good point. That's fair. You know what, Terry? He hasn't made it into the studio yet. Not just So yet. clearly Tim and I are the cleanest ones in the office. Terry, uh, what we now, now that we have a final ruling, we will get uh, safe traps oh. for Arnold the Mouse. And I personally, this is a promise not only to you, but to the entire population here in central Queensland, I will release Arnold into the wilderness so that he can go and be a free mouse without pain in his life. I think we need to go remove some Thank traps Thank God for then. Arnold. You wait, you've already set traps. No, I'm pretty sure that our sales manager um, got someone to buy traps yesterday. There might already be traps out. Terry, I really saw this need, going a different way. You need them way. to catch it and then let it go. Terry, we got to go. <laughs> I've got to go and, and stop. You know what? Terry's got such a beautiful heart. Can we give her some rusty nail jerky? Yeah, Terry, look, uh, we're going to grab all your details. You have won some Coco Loco beef jerky, thanks to rusty nail jerky, uh, because you have saved a life, and we honestly think that that is worth celebrating. 
Thank you so much. No worries. Stay on the phone. We're going to get all your details. I'm just going to add my tally to the scoreboard, tying oh. things up again in the courtroom of Tim and Jess. Okay. Feeling good. I love my life. I love Arnold. Hey, Let's save this now. Did mouse. you hear that? Arnold go just said Arnold. thanks. Yeah, go, Arnold. <laughs> get up with Tim and Jess. Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reef City Motors. As always, they get you where you need to go. Uh, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> Just don't mind Tim. You, you're all right, buddy? <coughs> Forgot to breathe. Lord. I'm so sorry. Wildly unprofessional. Still so much to get through today. Uh, another chance. Oh. For you to win tickets to Post Malone. Post him a His Australian uh, tour yep. coming out April and May this year. If you are driving around central Queensland right now, just take a bit of care. The uh, wild weather yesterday uh, has put some trees down, a little bit of muck here and there. Just be careful. Keep uh, the pics coming through, though. I'm really enjoying seeing everyone's videos yep. of the storm last night. It was pretty intense. I've received text messages from Margaret Strelo and Matt Burnett, and they both just want people to be taking extra care this morning. Sure. There you go. Your double mayor stamp of approval. <laughs> Where's the Emerald Mayor? Send oh, it through. Who? Yeah, Emerald Mayor. Send it through. Get in touch. We would love to become best friends with you. Marg, <laughs> Matt, and the other mayor, whoever you may be. Mm. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's have a mayor off. Oh. Ooh. Hey, coming up next, uh, we want to talk about letters you sent as a kid. <laughs> Because one kid has gone above and beyond. Absolutely. Literally, physically above and beyond. Because he's written a letter to Alan Joyce, who is the CEO of Qantas, Mm -hmm. the airline. Not only did he get a response, he got a business meeting. Oh, I can't even get a meeting with our sales manager (laughs) in this building. He's getting Alan Joyce. He's too busy looking after Arnold. Yeah, the mouse. We'll get him. Don't worry. We'll talk about that up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. I want to talk about a young man. His name is Alex, mm-hmm. and uh, he has done uh, something wildly impressive. He uh, runs his own business, uh, which is the called the Oceana Express, which is his own airline. He's 10 years old, right? But how many planes does he have? He's currently working on getting his first. Sure. So you've got to start somewhere, um, and he's thought, you know what? If I'm starting an airline, I need to go to the top of the line. Best of the best. Mr. Alan Joyce, who is the CEO of Qantas Australia. Mm-hmm. That's, you can't go any higher than that nope. here in this country. Qantas, you would say, pretty successful. Yeah. Alex has written him a letter. I'll read bits of it. Uh, he said, uh, hi, Mr. Alan Joyce. Uh, I'm Alex, a 10-year-old boy in brackets. Please take me seriously. Sure. Uh, I want to start I'm an airline. Taking him seriously. Yeah, I want to start an airline. I've already started some stuff, like what type of planes I'm going to need, flight numbers, catering, more, etc. Uh, I know you're the CEO, uh, and you could give some advice. I just want any advice you could pass on to someone starting their own airline. It goes on essentially to say that not only has young Alex got a reply from Alan Joyce, a letter, Alan Joyce organised a business meeting with this ten-year-old. Can you believe it? What? Yeah. Mate, that's wildly impressive. I have to book in a meeting to talk to you about the work <laughs> that we do here. And I'm a busy gal. You're two metres away from me. I haven't got time for your, your rubbish. And this all happened because he wrote a letter. And mm. I, I honestly think every child in this country at one point has written a letter to someone that they have never met, never done anything with, Mate. just... Send it off. We've all written letters to Santa. Of course. Well, it's hard to meet Santa. He's very shifty. I used to write letters uh, to Saturday Disney all the time. 
<laughs> and, they, you know, they'd be like, oh, you know, you can't put a return address because, you yeah. know, we're not going to be able to send anything back. Yeah. So m- the amount of drawings that I've sent to Saturday I, Disney. I would write exclusively to hosts from Better Homes and Gardens. Get out. As a kid. I would send letters to Dr. Harry. Uh, to tell him about my, my pets uh, and my cows at home. I'm sure he really cared. And I would also write letters to Shirley, uh, who unfortunately passed away. He used to be the lead singer of the Skyhawks. Oh. Uh, he was like the handyman. He was like the Tom Williams. Yeah. And I would ask him how to build a desk. Uh, that's what I asked Shirley. Did you ever get anything back from I your letters? did not ever receive anything yeah. from Dr. Harry or Shirley. Yeah, this is pretty epic. I just, I really love... The whole concept of a child writing a letter to yeah. a celebrity, to the prime minister, like you're more likely to get in touch with the prime minister if you're six years old. Oh yeah. Then if you try and you're organize more likely meeting. to get a response if you're six years old. <laughs> Maybe if what we write a letter and we just say in brackets we are six, please take us serious. Mm-hmm. We might start getting responses uh, to our celebrity True. Uh, requests that we put through. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Who did you write a letter to as a kid? Yeah. So you were just exclusively Saturday Disney? Oh, look, yeah, Saturday Disney was really the only one I knew of. That, that was a good, <laughs> good little P.O. box. I don't think yeah. I ever wrote. I'm, I used to write letters to mum all the time. Mum's got one that she loves that she's still got you framed. In your own house? Yeah. And it says, um, it's like, sorry um, I upset you, mum. I've only <laughs> been on this planet for nine years. Did you just try and flip it on her? You've done something wrong and you're going, <laughs> yeah. give me a break, mum. Give mom. me a break. I've only been alive for nine years, Jeez. mum. She loves it. She it's loves her favourite letter. 13, 12, 16. Who did you write a letter to as a kid? Get up with Tim and Jess. We want to know letters you've uh, written to celebrities or... Uh, people that you absolutely have no contact with uh, when you were a kid. Yeah, my mate, not a kid, uh, <laughs> 25, and used to just uh, put it and post on different businesses' Facebook walls, hello, I'd like to complain, and just wait to see the response. Oh, my God. That's bullying. That's social media bullying. Hi, Big W, I'd like to complain. Yeah. A 10-year-old kid uh, sent a handwritten letter to the CEO of Qantas, Alan Joyce. Not only did he get a reply... Uh, letter, like a proper response PDF mm-hmm. schmicko one, got a business meeting organised because this 10-year-old wants to start his own airline. Is the Qantas CEO doing any work or is he just I like, hey... I can't imagine he's that <laughs> flat out. And I need to have a business meeting with yep, a 10-year-old. Writing letters to celebrities as a kid, I think it's great. Uh, football players... Uh, movie stars, you name it, you write a letter to it or you write, like, Saturday Disney. Saturday, do they still have Saturday what, what Disney? Your, Is it still a thing? What was in your letters to Saturday Disney? Oh, it would be like, here's another picture I drew. Thank you so much. Oh, you I, wanted to be on the, the scene of the, the drawings. Mate, I wanted that big prize pack. Oh, mate, those still have, tables with the yeah, prize pack. Do they still have those? Is I hope that still so. A thing? I need to change my Saturday morning routine. Good Lord, so uh, good. We've had Joey call through on 13, 12, 16. Joey, who did you write a letter to as a kid? Uh, when I was in year six, I did a project on Shane Warne, and I was his number one fan. Oh, brilliant. And, and so when I finished the project and got my marks back from the teacher, I sent it to him. Yeah. I hope Dan asked for a reply, but I never got anything back. What? <laughs> Joey. That's my favourite. He probably didn't get it. Well, I was right? going to say, where, do you just send it to, I don't know, the Cricket Hall of Fame? Like, where, where's the postal address for Mr Shane Warne that you send it to? Cricket Australia? Uh, I looked it up on, on the internet and he had, like, a home address in Victoria. So oh. I just sent, 
Yeah, I had to send it all the way to Victoria, which cost a bit back then for say. a big project as well. Um, but then fast forward a few years to now, I work in marketing locally and he was up in Queensland for um, for, uh, for something for work. And I, to, I now I've got his phone number because we used him for something. <laughs> That's brilliant. Just, just go find that letter and no. then text it. Go find the floppy disk yeah, with your project on it. <laughs> and I've got another copy. The other night we had a few beers and one of the boys took his number and we uh, we called him on private. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, Joe, That's... do you still have Tim's number from uh, Truth or February? All right, all right. No, we don't need a... It's different levels, me and Shane Warren. He wishes he could <laughs> be up here. You can still give but, him a buzz anytime. No, no, no. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for your call, Joey. See you, guys. Get up with Tim and Jess. Hits.com.au, the biggest trending stories around Australia and central Queensland. You might have started seeing some red strips popping up on the roads across central Queensland. Well, who do we turn to when we need to find out some information? (laughs) Ali Cullen from Channel 9 News. And Ali, can you tell us what these are, what they're doing and how they're going to affect us? I can. So basically they're in eight townships around CQ. So they're from uh, up north at Marlborough and all the way down to Marionvale. And they're basically, the road's been painted red to try and urge or remind drivers to slow down as they're coming through these townships. Yeah, there's a bit of a problem with people just, especially on long straight roads. Yeah. You often just don't even realise how fast you're going. that's the thing. Like, you're going from, like, 100 and 110 zones down to 60, and some people are clocking through 60 zones at 80, 90 kilometres an hour. It's not safe. Yeah, and that's that's the reason behind it all as well. They've um, changed most of them to 100 to 80 when they're coming through these townships, and a lot of the residents, you know, they've said that speeding through those towns, because a lot of them, you know, the Bruce Highway runs straight through the middle of them. Oh, yeah. So they've been concerned that, you know, cars and, and trucks or whatever it may be are just ripping through there. So they're hoping that if people see a big red patch of road, yeah. that they'll remember to slow down. Now, we have heard that it's been quite successful in New Zealand and some other places. Has it got like a ripple strip in it as well, or is it just the colour that's trying to alert people, hey, you need to slow down? It's basically just the colour. The Department okay. of Transport and Main Roads has matched that with some widened, um, like the, the bit in the middle of the road between okay. the two lanes that's been widened so the lanes look narrower um and that's all of them together it's essentially yeah to try and get these drivers to slow down but they've said that overseas in new zealand and the uk it has been effective in reducing speed and therefore crashes as well well only time will tell thank you so much ellie cullen channel nine news no worries Trending now is thanks to Heron Island. If you want an exclusive locals-only offer, check it out. You can save at 30%. You can also watch more Channel 9 news, number five on your remote. Hey, if you want to see Post Malone, just stay here. A few minutes away from telling you how you can get there and get a face tattoo. Oh, you mean, can pick which one. Face tattoo optional. <laughs> get up with Tim and Jess. He's a rock star. What's going on, y'all? This is Post Malone. Global hitmaker Post Malone returns to Australia in April and May. For dates and tickets, head to ticketech.com.au. Yeah. Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, all the Helsinki, Botswana. Your chance to win (laughs) tickets. Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. Yes. Uh, (laughs) We want to send you there. Go to hit.com.au. Become a VIP. Tell us why you're Australia's biggest postie fan, and we're going to send you there. And look, a lot of people go, oh, can this bloke even sing? Shut up and listen. Tell me that it's time.
can't hear any auto tune there. No. It's like Adele. Like it's it's you you imagine what you think she's going to sound like. I have never heard Post Malone (laughs) compared to Adele in my physical life. Thank you for letting me imagine that. And uh, if you are a VIP. We want to send you there. Jessica, she's a VIP. She went to here.com.au. And you're a big fan of Posty, is that right, Jess? I am. And why do you like Posty so much, Jess? Because he's so cool. <laughs> he is. He's pretty cool. What do, you, what do you think of his face tattoos? A lot of people don't like them. But, uh, look, I don't think I would get them personally, but I, I, th- I think I'm a fan of his. Oh, I'd love to see him like 90 or something rocking the face yes. tattoos. How cool would that be? It's going to be wicked. I reckon he'll still be performing. Like, and he's that much yeah, of a loose the, unit. The older he gets, the larger the font size of the text <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. is going to get. Now, Jessica, yeah. if you were to go to Post Malone, like, it's a pretty uh, intense opportunity because you have to pick one person to go with you. Who would be that one person that would be scratching and clawing their way to go with you to see Post Malone? Oh, I'd have I'd have to take my Bessie. She lived about four hours away from me. We don't always get to see each other, so I'd have to take... I'd have to leave the hubby at home to yep. watch the kids, and I'd definitely take her. Meet up in Brizzy. Watch yep. the yes. post weekend. Yes. Well, Jess, uh, we are going to put you one step closer in the departure lounge, so now what Woo-hoo. you need to be doing is listening out over the next few days, few weeks, and if you get a call after 9am, you never know your luck. You might be going to see Post Malone. Awesome. I'll make sure I have my phone on me all the time then. Good luck, mate. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. No worries, Chad. Hit.com.au. If you want to become a Hit VIP, you can help choose the music we play on this very station and win awesome prizes. Yes, I picked this one. Youngblood, Halsey, nice. Travis Barker. It's 11 minutes. It goes for three, not all. It's the name of the song. <laughs> want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.